the outrageous new way Big Pharma is trying to rip us all off. In his State of the Union address, President Biden called out insulin, a treatment for diabetes that was developed over 100 years ago, and he said it costs about $10 a vial to make. Americans can pay over $1,000 for that $10 vial. While he was successful at getting insulin costs capped at $35 per month for Medicare recipients, problem solver corporate sellout Democrats in the House and Kirsten Sinema in the Senate, along with every single Republican, blocked his efforts to extend that to all Americans with diabetes. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Molnupiravir is the new pill that's been all over the news recently because it can cut hospitalizations and deaths of unvaccinated COVID-infected people by as much as half. It doesn't require folks to go to the hospital or an infusion center like the monoclonal antibody treatment. Just take four pills every day for five days and you're good. It was originally developed by Emory University to treat horses infected with Venezuelan equine encephalitis with a $10 million grant from the Department of Defense and an additional $19 million from the National Institutes of Health. In other words, its invention was paid for with your tax dollars. Emory University passed along the patent on malnupiravir to a small company, Ridgeback Pharmaceuticals, which in turn sold it to the pharmaceutical giant Merck. Manufacturing costs for malnupiravir according to a report from researchers with the Harvard School of Public Health, is around $17.74 for a five-day course of treatment. Merck signed a contract in 2021 with the federal government to sell 1.7 million treatment courses for the federal and via uh, federal state governments to distribute to infected people for, wait for it, $712 each. This price-gouging hustle was made possible and ironically perhaps made legal by a piece of legislation passed back in 1980 that gave universities the ability to sell patents to inventions funded with federal money to nonprofit organizations and small businesses, but not to major corporations. Since then, small businesses like Ridgeback have served as middlemen handing off profitable pharmaceuticals developed with our tax dollars to giant corporations like Merck. It's a slick way to get around the original intent of the law. Back in 1980, Senators Birch Bayh and Bob Dole got passed over then-President Jimmy Carter's objections. It was first shot down and only passed during the lame duck session by being attached to must-pass legislation. The Patent and Trademark Law Amendments Act, now also referred to as Bayh-Dole. Industry and trade groups loudly sing its praises, although they're worried about a provision of the law that's never been used called March-In Authority. March-In allows the federal government to say, essentially, we paid to develop this drug, so you have to sell it to us at a reasonable price. We think you're ripping us off right now, so we're going to claw back that patent from you and assign it to somebody else. As professors Peter Arno and Michael Davis wrote in the Washington Post, quote, Bayh-Dole is a provision of U.S. patent law that states that practically any new drug invented wholly or in part with federal funds will be made available to the public at a reasonable price. If it is not, then the government can insist that the drug be licensed to more reasonable manufacturers and, if refused, license it to third parties that will make the drug available at a reasonable cost. 
So Big Pharma called up their lobbyists, and Trump's billionaire Secretary of Commerce, Wilbur Ross, who Forbes magazine said could rank among the biggest grifters in American history, jumped into the act. In the last year of the Trump administration, Ross's Commerce Department began the process of stripping Marchin out of by Dole. This appears to be to, excuse me, to let Big Pharma rip off the U.S. government as much as it wants, whenever it wants. In the Federal Register, it was phrased this way. Uh, number seven, clarify Section 401.6 to include a provision that marching rights shall not be exercised by an agency exclusively on the basis of business decisions of a contractor regarding the pricing of commercial goods and services arising from the practical application of the invention, end quote. The issue is still live before the Biden Commerce Department, so watch this space. The latest effort has to do with a $150,000 prostate cancer drug, Zectani. Meanwhile, Big Pharma is buying off members of Congress to encourage an end to march in altogether and block any efforts to regulate the cost of drugs or like let Medicare negotiate prices. Multiple administrations' fear of defying Big Pharma's massive lobbying machine to use marching authority has drained billions every month from the Medicare fund. This hurts the Medicare system, particularly when combined with the privatization of Medicare through the Medicare Advantage scam, which came to us courtesy of the George W. Bush administration after Bush tried and failed to privatize Social Security as well. Most recently, when legislation was before the House of Representatives to allow Medicare to radically cut their expenses by negotiating drug prices across the board, just like the VA and major insurers do, it was shot down in committee by every single Republican. They were often joined in these types of efforts by paid-off problem-solver Democrats. Biden finally got a compromise in the Inflation Reduction Act, but it only applies to 10 drugs a year. Drugs have become a huge ripoff of, of the American people, making big pharma's multimillionaire and billionaire executives and shareholders fab fabulously rich. They also generate a huge pot of money that five conservatives on the Supreme Court have ruled in Citizens United. The executives and drug companies are welcome to use to corrupt politicians. A recent study found, quote, for 17 of the 20 top-selling drugs worldwide, drug makers made more money from U.S. sales than from sales to all other countries in the rest of the world combined. For 11 of the 20 top-selling drugs worldwide, U.S. sales revenue was double or more than the revenue for sales in the rest of the world, end quote. We are, uniquely in the world, being robbed. As Congressman Ro Khanna told the Daily Poster, quote, the pharmaceutical lobby is very savvy. They pick the one or two people they need to block things on the relevant committees or at the relevant time, end quote. Most recently, they picked Senator Kirsten Sinema, pouring a flood of cash into her pockets so she blocked any efforts to control drug prices in Biden's initial Build Back Better legislation. As I lay out in my new book, The Hidden History of American Healthcare, Why Sickness Bankrupts You and Makes Others Insanely Rich, America must join the rest of the developed world in considering healthcare a right rather than a privilege. Otherwise, these giant, multi-billion dollar year scams like Medicare Advantage and obscenely priced drugs developed with our own tax dollars will continue to drain working people of their income, savings, and ultimately, their health.